Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. I could really go for some ice cream right now. All right, I'm gonna go go run after Jerry. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to my favorite sister podcast. A little behind the scenes action here, right? Is, <laughs> so we typically start the recording. We give like ten seconds of silence. That's something that Sarah has instituted as our editor or whatever for sound purposes. And then literally, yeah. right as we got to like the ten second mark, all you hear is some like like chime music in the background or something and it's our good friend or it's sarah's good friend not mine but sarah's good friend jerry's ice cream truck jerry with the g the ice cream man now if you ha- don't understand that reference you got to go back to like i don't know it's probably like episode 10 or something called jerry where we she indepthly goes into the ice cream man of the town yeah it's like the lore of Jerry the ice cream man of Royston. It's like, I don't know how he makes any money because he drives so fast. <laughs> he just never stops. Maybe it's all a front for something, you know? It's like, he's not really an ice cream man. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen them serving ice cream is when they're, like, parked in the town center park. And then, obviously, they're just parked. And so they're not driving. But it's like, dry, you know, our ta- our neighborhood has a few playground areas. And there's some dead-end streets. St- st- street so maybe if he has to like turn around that's the that's your only chance to catch jerry is like choose to run out curlers fly we live on the third floor i would never make it no i think you need to start intense training now so you can like sprint like tom cruise arm it toward jerry you know at the time that it would take me to open our front door with my like skeleton key that isn't cut properly he'd be gone you gotta do training exercises. Come on, you gotta be like, how quick can I open the door? Be like, Jerry, I need that flake ninety nine. That actually costs like four dollars. You need to put a sign like out your window somehow to be like, Jerry, I thought about it. Stop here. <laughs> I thought about it. He never actually comes all the way down our road. He turns left at the road, like right. I mean, our road is technically the straight one, but he turns at the last left because that's like the closest inlet to the playground or whatever which like when he's to sit talk about it like that it sounds really creepy but like if there's kids with that want ice cream that's where they're gonna be yeah. with their parents with money so i think you need to buy like an a-frame sign or something or just like put out like a post <laughs> and be like gary come this like, way yeah and he needs like a little like a stop like a bus like a little bus stop yeah there have been times where he's been like driving out the neighborhood and i'd be like but wait i have contactless money <laughs> but wait <laughs> gary <laughs> I want some ice cream. I'll probably never have ice cream from Jerry. Like, let's be honest. But I will admit, at the start of the um, kind of ice cream season, which was this year was April. It was, like, really warm in April. 
Um, there definitely was a few times I could hear Jerry from the front room, and I was like, is this a ghost Jerry? Like, what's happening? There was something wrong with that, like, music You're box. Like... <laughs> or, you know, here they call it the tannoy, the, like, speaker playing the music. Okay. It's like, there's something real wrong with that. It was like, you know, the Ice Cream Man song, but then with, like, a slow, creepy lilt to it, like, in a horror like movie. Like, creepy clown sounds... or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, creepy clown. But it sounds fully fixed now, you know. All right. And only the, it would be the best would be if he drove into the gym parking lot and did like a loop. There you to go. To get out because that I mean, would give me time. First that would of give all, me time. first of all, that just seems like a missed opportunity on his part because who isn't coming out of the gym and just yeah. wanting to undo everything they've just worked off with ice cream? I mean, I feel like I always used to see that at like the gym on campus, like for college. You come, people would be coming out of the gym, they'd immediately smoke, light up a cig, you know, and I'm like. Okay, I mean, whatever. Honestly, our gym is a hot place for, like, all the, like, kids' activities, like, indoor gymnastics and taekwondo and stuff classes and swimming classes, so I feel like he should do. Plus, there now is, like, an outdoor gym area, and as we speak, I can see four children playing on it, so. He's missing out. Yeah. Anyways. It really is. Well, that's our Jerry update, Um, but (laughs) speaking of our usual weather update, live. From California, we're in Hurricane Hillary Watch. Beep, 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 beep. I heard about that. Um, that has think... a nice, like, uh, consonation to it or yeah, whatever the Yeah, I'm sure Hillary Clinton doesn't consonants. love it, I'm just going to no. say. But she's been having a fine week with, you know, the Georgia indictments. So she's she's doing fine. <laughs> she's good. She's, she's fine. fine. But anyways, um, yeah, hurricane here, I guess. So they say. I just feel like it's literally my entire tiktok feed has been just like people from florida trying to like educate californian people on hurricanes it's like it's not gonna be like that like it's just not you have the benefit of being you know from the east coast so you're like i know i'm like i know we're too well i mean i could be bad i guess the the thing i will say that would be bad i don't think the wind would do us in because we get high winds here a lot with the santa Ana winds the problem is there's no infrastructure for rain here so if it rains yeah. a lot that's the problem it's not that i, I don't think that. people could whatever i don't even think it's gonna be that bad but if you it mean rains, it like, wouldn't two inches it'll be just like flooding <laughs> you mean it wouldn't just be like all go into the uh the la river and it'd be like uh, instead of a yeah i'm sure it will be uh overflowing but yeah it's all like california people are like i will say the only sign that i saw that anyone was like I don't even think this was panic. I think this was yesterday we did our grocery shopping, which we sometimes, we usually do on Saturday, sometimes do on Sunday. I think today we were like, we should definitely go on Saturday. Trader Joe's packed. is the most packed I've ever seen it. Mm. Um, but no one was like panicking. People panic buying. But then we went to Ralph's afterwards and there was like nobody, I mean, it was like the same as usual. And I think what was happening, I don't think it was people panic buying. I think it was people saying, it's going to rain tomorrow. That's confirmed. I don't want to go shopping in the rain. I don't think it was like, it's going to hurricane. I think it was like, oh, it's getting a lot not as fun to and go pe- in the rain. So you're, say- you're saying that people with the leisure of choice uh, on the day they go shopping all shop at Trader Joe's? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was very crowded. It was like the most crowded I've ever yeah. seen it. And uh, I think people were kind of just like, people seem Trader chill, Joe's though. is never very... Yeah, Trader Joe's is never very big either, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like, we're all crunched in there. And, like, I did see a TikTok where it was like, hurricanes coming. It's from San Diego. It's like, first urge of everyone in San Diego, buy out Trader Joe's. It was just like, literally, like, 
empty shelves of Trader Joe's. There were no empty shelves when we went, but we were there, like, at first thing, so. I need all the frozen cauliflower gnocchi! Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what I bought. Nothing. We didn't really buy, like, any emergency supplies there. <laughs> yeah, just um, normal stuff. I'd be fine. So, anyways, we just, we were like, oh, we just need to buy the food for the week like we normally do. We need those yeah. Trader Joe's snacks. We're in our third week in a row of doing um, groceries where someone else picks up the oh, groceries. Yeah, like, that's right. Picks the groceries. Here they call it click and collect. Um, click and collect. So we did it a few weeks ago and it was great. We did it kind of at the last minute. Then we did it actually because last weekend we were in Stockholm from Saturday to Tuesday and we got home really late on Tuesday. So on Friday we strategically planned. We're like, well, let's order groceries that we want for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm. Um, and let's pick them up first thing. Wednesday morning, sometime between 7 and 8. It only cost 25 cents Nice for us to do that. 25 cents. This is a no-brainer. We went over there. I mean, we also only lived like two minutes from the grocery store. So we pulled up and the guy was like, Warren? We're like, yep, that's us. <laughs> we cleared, It was us and one other person. We're clearly the only people for this time slot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we did do it again. We ordered our groceries for this week for like Saturday through the actual full week. Um, we did it on Thursday, which normally we don't do the meal plan until like Friday. So we're having to like think of it a bit earlier in advance so that it's a bit cheaper. Um, but I think we still only paid like, I don't know, a pound 50 or something. And we did it for pickup like Saturday afternoon. There was a few things I still had to go into the store and buy like ice because I forgot to add it to the order. And I was like, I could just run in and get it. But even doing just that was like so much easier than having to actually go fully into the store and deal with people. So I'm like, we're never going to buy our own groceries again. I think we're done. I feel like the problem is you can't do that. Well, first of all, Trader Joe's doesn't allow for Instacart or anything like that. The problem Mm -hmm. is I would admit, like, the problem with, I could do that with Ralph's probably fine because they don't change their inventory that much. But the whole point of Trader Joe's is, like, they're always having circulating things and it's fun. They have a lot of stuff. Okay. Sorry. We don't go to a fancy store. We go to a Tesco. Trader Joe's is not fancy, first of all. (laughs) But I'm just saying they always have new stuff. And if you don't go in... You don't get to see the fun That's stuff. Fair. Well, yeah, you go in, like, seasonally. Well, we went this week. Okay, Sometimes so their it's like seasons last hang. for, like, a week in Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, it's seasonal. We're, getting, like, used, we're was... getting used to the, um, like, process of it or whatever. And I mean, I used the app. So this week it was, like, they were out of onions. So we were like, well, we just won't buy them or, like, in two days' time. They give you up to, like, three hours before you're picking up your order to make changes. So we could have added them. But, I mean, the app already knows the favorite things that we buy because it's linked to our club card for discounts and stuff. And so, of course, you know, they're always wanting you to add on stuff. And it's like when I go to check out, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to buy ham or whatever. You know, it's all this stuff where it's like, oh, I didn't add iced coffee. Thanks, uh, creepy robot marketing tracking our purchases. Um, So, you know, it works. It works in the end. But, I mean, there's definitely a lot of our even though it's like, you know, one or two things that I had to run in and buy. Um, this week we didn't have any substitutions and all the produce they picked was fine. I, I did tell Jack jokingly once, I was like, the only thing we'll never buy through this is avocados because oh, I don't trust no. some mm-hmm. random British person no, no, to no, pick no. my avocado. <laughs> no. And it was like, as I said, avocados, he also simultaneously said avocados. Yeah. Like he just knew that's what I was no going to say. Um. Well, I don't know. Definitely Technology, not. baby. Definitely I guess. Well, I swear, every time I'm in there picking ones, there's like someone watching me do it because they're like, what? What's the How, secret? Like, it's really not that hard. What's... It's not. 
Um, you have to know when you want them for. Well, that's, and, like, that's the know. trick because sometimes I'll buy yeah. even – I'm so bad about it. I feel like everyone in California is probably so bad about, like, buying avocados and then they just go bad. But, um, yeah, Trader Joe's, they have, like, these mini ones. And a lot of times I'll buy them when I, they're rock hard because I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. commit to when I'm going to eat these. So <laughs> um, I need to give them some days to percolate, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's go into vac- vacation talk because we were both mm. on trips this past. True. I, I feel like your trip was like much more leisurely and fabulous. Well, mine was a weekend long city break. We went to Stockholm and it was very fun, but like lots of walking and stuff. So, yeah. Um, ours involved zero walking. We probably just, <laughs> like, if you were on a Fitbit, it'd be like negative, negative steps. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, That's my dream. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say, though, thank God we went, because we were just there, I guess, like a week or so ago, and if we were there this week, we would have been hurricane. in this hurricane, and that would have been terrible. It also, it did rain a yeah. lot already, um, which is fine, but it was usually, yeah. So we had a, a great time, can't, no complaints, I mean, we just went to a resort in Mexico and did Every time we were at somewhere, they're like, do you guys have any, do you want to plan anything or go on any excursions or go into town? And we're like, no, absolutely not. Nope. Our plan is to lay, wake up, go up to the pool, come down and hang out on our patio, go to dinner, eat, room, you know, great. just eat because we got the all-inclusive plan and we were just, you know, like drink, 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 you know, food, Sounds whatever. beautiful. It was amazing. A trip where you don't have to make any choices. Oh, That's, like, was... kind of what I want to do for, I think next year I want to go, because this year we're doing, like, lots of little small mm-hmm. things, and, like, in a few weeks we're going to Scotland, which is going to be lovely, but also it's requiring, like, so many choices, yeah. and, like, we're driving, doing, like, a big circuit, so we're having to book, like, six hotels in, like, six different places Ooh. based on all the places we want to go. It's just a lot of choices and having to do things. I was like, this is a lot of time. I was like, yeah, this is what travel agents get paid for. Yeah, totally. And also... Like, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to go on a trip where we just go, and either it's, like, a group trip, and it's, like, we go on excursions, but they've already planned them, so it's just, like, tell us what time to be in the lobby. Yep. Like, either that, or we go to, like, a some sort of beachy resort where... Jack can go off and do whatever he wants, and I'm going to lay on this beach. Yeah, literally, um, the only thing you have to choose is, like, what drink do you want to order and what food do you want to order, and it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Um, Sounds great. But, yeah, I read four books, did it. Ooh, Not that, awesome. like, a book a day. Um, Sounds good. So that was good. Like, drink lots of, like, Miami Vices and, like, Ooh. mezcal-type drinks. It did, the first day we got there... Because, you know, by the time we flew and we got the car and everything, we got there probably, like, two and waiting for our room to get ready. So, we're like, all right, let's go back. Let's go up to the pool. We still have, like, a few hours. We got up there and, the guy, like, you could see in the distance, like, a storm rolling in. And we were we were ready <laughs> because the last, we'd, we've been here before, like, five years ago. And every afternoon, it's kind of, like, it's more humid. So, it's similar to, like, mm. the East Coast where, like, every afternoon, like, a storm would kind of roll in for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, you see it in the distance. He's like... Yeah, I can give you guys a chair, but, like, just, you know, just as a warning, like, if it rains, it's fine, we'll stay open, but if there's lightning, because it's, like, a rooftop pool, like, Mm. so, like, then we'll have to close down, we're like, we got it, we got it, so we were, like, starving, so we just, like, ordered food, we're like, give us food, (laughs) and we, like, literally just got in to, like, eat, and then, like, it started, like, coming down, and the guy, or, I think we could, like, hear in the distance, the guy's like, "Uh, I said, I told you guys, and we're like, yep, you were right, and... (laughs) <laughs> so i mean we uh we had a nice time it was just pretty much laying by the and then it rained another day and everyone was marvelous 
like the third day we were there, I think we went up and um, it started raining really early because we were up there probably like 12 or something. And then it started raining. Everyone was like holding out. Everyone was like, we're going to make it. It's going to pass. <laughs> like literally nobody left their chair. Everyone's under umbrellas. So it doesn't really matter. You're getting like a little wet, but who cares? You're, you've already been in the pool. There were guys in the pool. There was like, whatever. And so we were all like holding out hope and we're like, it's going to pass. It was like, like clearing up. We're like, we're going to make it. And then there's like an older couple sitting next to us and she's like, I think it's going to pass. I think it's going to pass. And I was like, I think so too. Cause I had like gone to the bathroom and it looked clear from like another direction. And then it just started lightning and we're like, it's not going to pass. Damn it. <laughs> and they had to start like closing down the, then I ever like moved to like the bar area to like yeah. keep drinking. We're, like, we're going to go down to our patio. There's a hot tub down there. We'll just hang there Ooh, until the storm nice. passes. Yeah, what's nice about the resort is every room in the tower that we were in has, like, an ocean view, and everyone has, like, a hammock and, like, a little hot tub on their patio. See, that's what I want. See? That's what I want. Because then, like, when it was raining, we were able to just go down and do that, you know? Yeah. Based on how much money we have left over after Stockholm is reconciled and Scotland is over, I definitely have a lot of days I need to burn before Christmas, so I kind of want to go somewhere at thanksgiving so if it stacks up then i'm like let's go to the grand canary islands there you go because <laughs> i'm like they definitely i feel like i was like i just want a balcony with a hammock and obviously being islands there's like a lot of the places that you stay are not necessarily like right on the beach but you can have the beach view yeah um, i don't really care about being on the beach and uh, we were, no. we're, we're the beach that is near I mean, if you're staying at a hotel with the intention of, like, going to the beach access every day, that's fine. But, like, just out of the places there are more kind of, like, yeah. you know, air, like, a conglomerate of Airbnbs. Sure. And so they're all just little individual rooms and apart- pseudo-apartments, you know? Like, the hotel we stayed at is part of, like, kind of this little compound, and the hotel we stay in is adults only, and they have, like, a lower hotel that is that's my like, other dream for everybody which is fine like no yeah. whatever but you can go to any of the restaurants but when we stayed there like five years ago we did go down to the beach because they do have beach but it was like a lot more like no offense to anyone who has kids a lot more kids a lot more loud like yeah and the beach just wasn't that nice like it's not like you know you're on some white sand beach it's like kind of seemed kind of sure. rocky and it's like so i'm not anti-peach but i was like if I have the choice of being just, on a pool. That's just not a beach place. Not, like For me, it's not a beach place. Um, yeah. But yeah, read books, ate lots of good food. Um, yeah, I had a great time. No complaints. Sounds great. Um, it was very hot. And I would highly recommend if you guys go on a, if they have them. I don't, I don't know what exists in the Grand Canary Islands, but all-inclusive. That's the way to go. I'm telling you. I know. I know. That's my dream is like going to a place that's like has that as well but we'll see it, i think it depends on if we go to, to like a proper hotel versus a yeah individual type place the problem but is we'll see when we did this five years ago we didn't because you could not do the all-inclusive package we're like no i think it'll be we can do it in less money if we don't do the all-inclusive the problem is it's so much more thinking and you can't just order yeah. blindly because this time whatever we were, you want yeah we were like oh let's just order like five appetizers who cares you know like it doesn't matter <laughs> like we can order whatever we want <laughs> yeah um so but it was great no complaints and i just want to go back there like all the time it's the beauty of once you're there you don't have to make decisions yeah that's the beauty and we had like this butler guy that like i think like once you like buy a certain floor or something they like 
So, like, he met us when we came, and he left us, like, a little thing on the bed for, like, happy anniversary or whatever. And so yeah. then he's like, oh, like, you know, my name's Diego, so just, like, let me know. So every day he would check and be like, you know, buenos dias, or, like, good afternoon, how's it going? <laughs> and I feel like he was, like, waiting for us to, like, ask him to, like, do anything for us. Do something. <laughs> or, like, we've already made our reservations. We plan on doing nothing, so we're good. Like, yeah. we're fine. <laughs> we appreciate it, though. Um... Yeah, great time. So, Stockholm, lots of walking around. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. We went on the Saturday, got in, like, Saturday, kind of, like, mid-evening time. So, or, no, actually, it was, like, late, pretty late Saturday at the time we, like, landed and took the train in, got to the hotel, whatever. <clears throat> but the hotel we stayed at was in, like, a really good area of kind of the downtown, so it was easy to access everything. And, like, it was, like, one street off of this main street with, like, tons of restaurants and coffee shops and all kinds of things happening. So honestly, we went to dinner the first night. We had great Swedish cider uh, and Italian food for dinner. It was delicious. Oh, it's delightful. Yeah, it was delightful. We got a carbonara and a calzone, and it was amazing. Really, like, this is so good. Like, you know, our town doesn't have an Italian. So we're like, all right, let's go to Sweden and eat Italian food. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, but honestly, it was like we as we were walking to this restaurant, I was like, I just we just walked past six Poke Bowl restaurants and like. I was like, what is happening in Stockholm? I well, like it. I would though. imagine they probably have pretty fresh fish in Stockholm, Sweden yeah, area. That's what I said. So that's I mean, what I said. I guess it's so, fine. Yeah. Um. Then Stephanie uh, arrived the next day in the evening. So that day, the first day, what did we do? I think Jack and I went to like the. There's like a royal palace. You can go on, you know, guided tours. It's all these bits you can walk around. We kind of did that kind of stuff, which so that was like a lot of walking. Um, we went to a place where we could get this like big plate of food with like a small amount of a lot of different type of, Ooh, you know, Swedish dishes, which is like, like my favorite type Perfect. of thing. Yeah. The restaurant, I just randomly found it on Google maps because it was the, one of the named pins that appeared. It was called the hairy pig. And I was like, that sounds right up my alley. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was really good. You know, it had like a few meatballs, a few small sausages, some ham, some, uh, beetroot salad, some regular salad, all and, pe- and mashed potatoes. That was delicious. Um, then on the Monday we did a food tour. Uh, apparently, there's like a few. There's two historic indoor market, or there's one historic indoor market, and then there's one that's like less historic but is still very popular. So the tour was kind of between those two. So we actually like walked across Stockholm to get between them. But that was really cool. Had a few other different delicacies and whatnot. Nice. Um, it, the first, but we were on this tour. There was like twenty people. I was like, I've never been on a food tour this big. But she had us go around and say our names and where we were from. And the very first couple was like, I don't know, we're named Jane and John, and we're from Vancouver. Vancouver. You're like, I just went there. I was like, Vancouver. Yeah, I know. I was like, how do I? Why? Like, oh, I just went there. I mean, we went on the Granville Island food tour. Yeah, like we loved it. Like inside. Yeah, honestly, it was a very similar vibe. The um place because it was you know a big food market but they had much wider aisles between all the stalls but it was like a cheese you know tasting and then salami tastings but the salamis were made of like game meats mm. i don't know there was like an elk one and a something else one and then some bear oh okay did yeah, you mix how was pork. the bear <laughs> honestly that was the best one. Oh, so. okay well yeah. now you know it was kind of like a it was kind of like the shape of like a slim jim okay um 
like long and skinny and we just had like little pieces of it interesting yeah and then you know a meatball one and then we went to a place that's like a seafood restaurant but they did a plate with like a little sampler of like little stuff and not gonna lie that was like the best smoked salmon i've ever had oh i'm sure um we took like a little afternoon break and then that night we went to this like kind of hip uh rooftop bar and restaurant for dinner um that actually our food tour guide had had on her list of recommendations but stephanie had already oh nice like always, found it you're and always like it yes and, yeah <laughs> yeah so we went there and the food was really good it's kind of like small plates hipsterized traditional sure. Swedish food so ironically you know our table was three half baked chickens and then i got these like potato cheese dumplings mm, so. yummy that sounds good not the, not the most adventurous uh getting fish and whatnot Doesn't but the, like but the starter the starters and the um, like little desserts and stuff are really good. And then on Tuesday we went to they have like a ship museum there. Um, so we went to see that to see like a proper, you know, Swedish Viking style ship uh, from the 1600s, and it's like super ornate and is exactly what you expect a pirate ship to be. Um, apparently, it like was built, took a long time for them to build it, and then they set sail on their maiden voyage and immediately sank. Uh, and so then it was just Ouch. That's a... in the Baltic Sea right off the coast for like a while. <laughs> I don't actually know when they, on the little tour that we went on, I don't, I missed the bit where he said, if he said the year uh, that they like pulled it out from the ocean, but because it was like, it's so, so well preserved is 98% intact. Oh wow. So they even have, they even have bits of the rope and they have bits of the um, like sails and everything are preserved because they were all folded up in chests oh that's crazy underwater because they had never been you know raised yeah. on the main sails or anything um i guess so they actually we went like so the earliest slot right when they opened which ended up working because the tour guide said they have a maximum capacity of two thousand people in the building um because when they built it they didn't think it would be that popular and it's actually the most popular like maritime museum oh, in the really? world <laughs> oh wow yeah like no one cares um, about ships <laughs> yeah um so the building's just not big enough for the capacity, so they do. And even when we left, it, we got there you know, for, like, I think it opened at 8.30. We got there around 9. And when we left around 10.15, I mean, there was a line out the door around the corner. So, wow. Yeah. So definitely, if you go to Stockholm and go there, which I would recommend, it was really cool to see um, this huge ship. And they have different levels, so you can be on, like, the different levels of along the side of the ship yeah. and really get the perspective of it. Um, it's pretty cool. But then after that, we went to the ABBA Museum, because it's right next door. Yes, I love it. There's all these, like, naval, maritime Viking museums and the ABBA Museum. I mean, pride and joy of Sweden, so what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, it was, it was great. It was very crowded and very packed. The museum has, like, a lot happening, but you get, like, the history of who, I was like, I don't know anything about ABBA besides, you know, Greatest Hits album 1992 and them being on Eurovision because they always talk about it. When we watch Eurovision, that's, like, the shining star of eurovision is well, yeah all i have to so. assume they're probably like the most famous like <laughs> of all time yeah to come out of absolutely so absolutely um so that was cool honestly my coolest part was they have an area where they have like all their gold and platinum records it's probably not all of them but it's like a bunch of them um and a lot of the outfits and everything all in cases oh, on that's cool mannequins and that's really cool to see i'd be excited but you have like a little too. audio guide on your phone you can listen yeah. to as you go through the exhibit um, yeah, and then that was basically it. We just kind of chilled for, got lunch and chilled for the afternoon and then headed back. Cool. Sounds fun. 
and we were expecting to get like rained out like two of the three days, but it was sunny and a million degrees the oh, whole time. Well. So luckily I packed a few extra t-shirts. So. Yeah. No hurricane for you guys. You can hear nope. the rain picking up outside. It's like slowly picking up. Um, well, that sounds fun. So fun vacation time. I know. I feel like you got mm-hmm. a couple more on the books and yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of trips as I would call them this year. I feel like lots of little trips. Not vacations. No, rela- <laughs> vacations. Yeah. No vacations. Yeah. No relaxing vacations. I even if I end up just taking a whole week to, off. Like, train. Even if I just take a week off in November, that would be fine. I'm like, yeah. I feel like you just need to train Jack to love the life of no dis- doing nothing and no decisions. <laughs> the way. I think he does. He does like it more. And when we like when we went to Budapest, we did more where we did like the activities in the morning, mm-hmm. and then lunch, and then nothing. But the thing is, like, depends on where we stay. Like, we need. Like, the nothing was, like, going to the thermal baths and yeah. stuff, which is fine. So, it's, you know, city breaks aren't necessarily conducive to, like... Yeah, of course. of course. You know, you don't have, like, a beach or a pool to lounge at. But I will admit, this last time, our hotel room was kind of funny because we were staying um, sub-level one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there was no windows. <laughs> Seems a little depressing. Yeah. It was the cheapest rooms but also i think in the end our room was like a lot bigger than the initial room that stephanie and justin had Mm. because probably like to have them down there they have them be bigger but it had like a fake window thing that was really funny but the main bit was that we turned on the air con but it only would go down like two degrees less than the ambient temperature Mm. which is a cool temperature except when we first got there of course it hadn't been on so in the end they gave us two keys so we just kept my key in the whole time in order to keep the ac running so by the final two days it was fine fine but then um like the second night i realized that the bathroom floor was heated and there's no way to shut it Uh... off so that was also making it quite warm in the room so once then at night we started you know keeping the bathroom door closed that also made a big difference in having a much cooler bedroom but the benefit of it being underground was that it was dark as hell. It was great. That's nice. That's for sure nice. Like, the only light was the tiny little red light from the television and, like, glow in the slight glow in the darkness of the fire escape plan on the door. Yeah. Jack was like, it's so dark in here. It's amazing. I know. Because then we came back too. to whoever was uh, closing the gym this week was not checking their checklist because they were forgetting to turn yeah. off all the lights Annoying. in the parking lot. Annoying. Yeah. Um... Well, I guess before we get into what we're going to talk about, I do have to just say, like, congrats, I guess, to Spain for winning, winning the yeah. Women's World Cup. But, you know, condolences to the English who... Yeah, we did watch We did watch the game. I think it was... I mean, I, I just knew when that play happened, when Spain, Spain scored, it was like the one girl she was trying to get through the yep. two Sp- Spain players. I was like, and they got it, and she literally didn't even try to chase them. I was like, that's it. I was like, they're going to score a goal off this. And they did. Yeah. I, w- um, I will say, I mean, I know the English won the Euros, but I feel like the English are chokers. They're such chokers. They, like, Yeah, they were not. I mean, I haven't watched as many men's matches, but even Jack was like, we were both talking about, like, they really just were playing kind of like on their back foot the whole time. Yeah. And you could tell the difference. And it's like the only other game I watched the women's play this time, the English side was against Australia. Mm-hmm. But it's just two, it was like two similar styles of yes, play. Yes. But if you have a team like Spain comes in, I was like every single time an English player had a ball, there was three Spanish players 
like on them yeah so they were just like always on the forward movement like hustling yeah. up i was getting annoyed with spain towards the end i was oh, like all right all right so we don't need to wasting. be Come i was on. like we don't need to yeah i was like we don't need to be bringing like the men's team dramatics into no. this like you've played it well so far like give me a break <laughs> i mean i will say i thought that england could maybe break the line of spain because I'm not to get too far into soccer, but there have been some issues with the Spanish team and the coach. So this is not even like their A team, probably. This is like Spain's like B team, because a lot of players like refused to play because they like went to the federation and said we don't want to play under this coach. There's things, whatever. I don't know what the things are. And then the federation was like, nope, we backed the coach. If you want to come back and play, you have to come back and apologize for these letters you wrote or whatever. And couple That's players crazy. did most players didn't so this is kind of like a lot of the players are you know getting their first caps or like whatever in this world mm-hmm. cup so the few games i watched with spain their defensive line has felt a little shaky they even scored like an own goal like from a pass back Oof. to the goalie Yikes. so it's like i think england's defense has been pretty strong anytime i've seen them play so i thought that yeah. maybe they could break the spanish line they did not but yeah, they definitely had a lot of opportunities, yeah, but opportunities. it was like, there definitely was, there was just a period, once Spain scored, and then there was that whole 15 minutes in the first half, yeah. or then they were just on their back foot the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, or you'd have like certain players that were still hustling, but just the team on the yeah. whole wasn't like pre- putting the pressure on as much. Um, but shout out to the team England goalie, because she was killing oh, it. Oh, And she yeah. was like telling, she was just yelling at everyone to like, get the fuck out of my face, like... Even after the after the penalty kick, kick yeah. or whatever, Jack was like, you could. Just, he was like, oh well, she just told him to fuck off. Oh yeah, for sure. I always think it's funny because I feel like the people who run the cameras always think that like because it's a women's sport, they're never yeah. gonna swear and they always zoom in on like a player and they're always like, fuck or like whatever if they mess up or like. There's always it's like I don't know why you think women aren't swearing out there on the soccer yeah. pitch like. Yeah. It was great. I mean, and after, like, the first half coming off of the field, I was like, she was pissed. Like, she was big mad. And I'm like, rightfully so, because it's like, they were just all up in her space and, like, not clearing the box fast enough. I will say that this tournament... I mean, that was an amazing save. This tournament I'm glad that overall that game was, like, a clear... Yeah, you know, I know, I'm tired game. of, like, I mean, there was a, time and penalty yeah. kicks. Yeah, and it's, like, or, like, things where it's, like, oh, if that one pl- call hadn't happened, you know, we would have won it, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, there's maybe, like, two iffy calls or whatever, yeah, but I it was, will like, one say, in each direction, so. I will say the ref this time was American, and I don't know, I don't know if she came out yeah. looking that great. I feel like she was, like, not no. calling things, and she it, called some iffy things, it was, and whatever. Yeah, it was getting, I feel like the second half, it was getting messy. Or, like, there was the one yellow card call where that, even the commentators, you know, on BBC anyway, who were, like, one of them is one of the most famous, like, former Team England players. She played, like, 140 caps or yeah. something with them, and it's just, like, and they're all, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, there wasn't even any contact between the I two know, players. I know, I know. There was a few iffy calls. <laughs> the problem is, like, we watched, I forget who the match was against. I definitely think England was involved. I don't remember. But, like, the match was just getting really heated, but the ref, the mm. problem is the ref didn't start out calling anything, so then it just kept getting worse and worse, because it's like, yeah. you can't go start calling things now when you've let things slide. And by the end, we're like, someone's yeah. going to, like, there's going to be a fight between these two players. It might have been England-Australia, because yeah. I feel like those two teams, I could see them getting into a brawl for sure. But um, It might have been. Uh, the commentators today were like, the ref needs to get this under control. Oh, totally. Like, they even, they said that on the air. Totally. <laughs> um, 
But I will say this has been the tournament of goalkeepers. Like, there's been so many amazing goalkeepers in this tournament. So, like, hats off to the goalkeepers and, like, the level of that going up. And I will say that England, um, I mean, whatever. I don't know. I haven't watched every game they've played, but... I think they were close to not winning against Nigeria, so it's like they kind of like have yeah, sk- skirted by this tournament a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't personally. I don't think they were good enough to be in the final. It's just you know how the chips fell, like compared yeah. to some of the other teams. I don't even know if you know Spain was necessarily the strongest team either, but I kind of agree. Kind of, but but it, you know? it's like middle of the road. It really just depends on who you get matched up totally. with. Totally. Sometimes who it's you luck of the draw. And, I mean, I've heard. I heard yeah. a. U.S. player Becky Sauerbrunn, who unfortunately got injured, like, right before the tournament, um, was talking about, like, you know, with any World Cup, there's a little bit of luck that gets thrown in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes luck totally. goes your way, sometimes it doesn't, and, like, yep. a lot of times it's lucky who you get matched up against, and, you know, yeah. you still have to win games, though. So, I mean, they both made it to the final, because they did what they had to do to win games, and they, they were there, so. But, um, yeah, we'll see how... You know, I think it's been a good tournament. There's been a lot of teams that are first-timers or just, like, teams that maybe it's their second time and they did even better. And so I hope it means that the, the women's game is on the rise across the world. Absolutely. So that's I was going to say kind of – that's what I was going to say. is kind of my favorite thing about it is that there's always new teams or it's, like, a new mixture of people there for the first time, people yep. making it to the knockout stages for the first time. This was Spain's first time ever making it past, mm-hmm. like – knockout or 16 i forget which one stat they said yep. or whatever and then, then they won the whole thing so i was really hoping australia was Engl- make... england has england in general hasn't been in a world cup since like 1966 yeah so. i mean i was hoping australia as like one of the hosts would make it to the final but they yeah they I had know, a strong start they had a strong start and then they kind of like plateaued and went a little down so but yeah i saw they they uh unfortunately lost to sweden as well they did. see in my mind i feel like sweden is one of the stronger teams oh so sweden I, I think i think um surprised i think here's what i'm seeing after watching a bunch of different teams with different styles i think america has a style and i think sweden australia there are lots of teams that play our style which is like very physical very fast very like mm-hmm. it's all about fitness you can outrun the other team it's like lobbing the ball yeah. like you're kind of like striker at the top like you're alex morgan's or whoever yeah. And I just don't know if that style um, is working anymore. I think it used to be the style that could work, but I think everyone in the world has gone more tactical. And like with Spain, for example, you know, they're more about passing and creating space and creating whatever. It's all about the triangles. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So I think what I would love to see the U.S. do to get back is like, I don't want to lose anything that we have because I do think we have the fitness, we have the depth, we have a lot of that physicality, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. But I want us to add more, like, tactical, like, passing. Like, we're not going to, like, the yeah. style of soccer is not going to be anymore. Like, a winger goes up the side and crosses it yeah. in, and that's how you're going to score. Like, that's how you scored when yeah. we were playing soccer, and that was, like, 20 years exactly. ago, you know? It's like, <laughs> um, exactly. so that's what, so that's why I think Sweden plays a lot like us, which I think is why it's tough when we play them, because they're very similarly stacked, mm-hmm. and also they're giants. They're like tall giants. Yeah, so tall. So and tall. um so I think that's why they also have trouble scoring. Like we have trouble scoring, they have trouble scoring. While I do think yep. they're a strong team as well. Just I think they have trouble scoring. I think Australia is kind of similar as well. So So we'll see. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment because yeah, as you say, they're always waiting for this like opportunity for like this perfect cross yeah. 
to then like into the box to then like head or it you in just, or like, lob it it off from of the it or whatever. To hope someone can yeah, onto to it. To someone who's really fast and yeah. trying to go for that like one on one or whatever. And honestly, it's like all most of the goals you see scored at this level are more from little intricate footwork yep. things back and forth where you're like mixing it up not from these like yeah set and i think positions. you have to yeah. learn how to break the line of different types of defenses and i mean there's a lot of strategy involved and so i hope we can evolve us wise and i think other teams will have to do that too because i just don't think that style of play is going to yeah. keep you at the top you just have to, and you have to have more you have to have like more people that can score goals yeah, totally you can't just be so dependent on like your single alex morgan and it's 100%. like okay but then look at like you know in the last big tournament how many goals did like rosie lavelle scored a gazillion goals yeah. and like nobody even had talked about her before yeah exactly <laughs> and morgan's goal like you know she scored a few but like not as much you know yeah so it's like you have to yeah, so we'll see. Be feeding it to more people. But I feel I do feel bad for Sweden. I feel like Sweden's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I feel like this is like their <laughs> fourth, like third place finish or something, yeah. you know. So, um, but they did always play an ABBA song at the end when they won, like in the stadium. So, I like it. I like it. Anyways, but um, yeah. Apparently, they play. It's an English thing to play "Sweet Caroline." Like, what's up with that? Like. Did you guys not pick that up for, like, the men's? Um, I don't think we watched enough men's whatever. We didn't really watch a ton of men's. I guess we did watch, we did watch like, the men's Euros or whatever since England was So what's the, the deal? Why are they obsessed here? with the song? Like, that's an American I don't song. Know. I don't know when it became the song. You would be, actually, you probably wouldn't be shocked, but, like, it's shocking the percentage of um, English people who don't realize that it's an american song they just only equate it they're like what do you mean neil diamond he's like, definitely neil, british no, like, no he's definitely not but every american knows that like no this i don't know how where it start when it started or who they co-opted like obviously they co-opted it from us but it's like you know i don't know why or when it became a thing i'm sure there's like a lore and history behind it but as for as long as i can remember it's like and definitely in the last like five years it's been a thing it's like very okay. annoying to me i was me. like why don't they play like we were Queen joking or something like we are the champions i know like... right you'd think you'd think and it's just like what like i just i don't get it at all like it has nothing to do with football or england or it's england like... just football or england just... <laughs> or winning or like it's, yeah like there's not like a player named caroline like i don't know <laughs> like i'm unconfused all right i thought you were gonna have an yeah. answer for me you need to ask no. jack and he's like, i'm sure yeah, he wouldn't know. He knows more less about so- fo- soccer. I think what than you need to ask Jack is like, what is a other than Sweet Caroline, which is not a British song, but like, what would be like a quintessential <laughs> British song that like every Brit would be like if you played it, like when you won a game or something. Like, what would that song be? I'd be curious. I don't, I don't know, know what that song would be in America. I have no idea, but I don't know. Um, Party in the USA, I maybe. Don't know. <laughs> He'd probably say, like, something from the 90s or, like, I don't know, like a Kylie Minogue song, maybe, oh. or, like... But she's Australian, um, though, isn't she? But she's so popular here. Oh, okay. So but, again, she's I mean, Australian. they honestly still... I mean, honestly, we're just keeping it with the Swedish theme. They love ABBA. Who doesn't? Um, I mean, who doesn't? I know. That's universal, if you really. Want just a maybe, like, a... Maybe, like, a Fat Boy Slim song from, like, the 90s. If know. you want to just be if you're in a bad mood and you just want something to get you out of a bad mood have a gold album find on spotify or wherever you listen to music just listen to that and you will no longer be in a bad mood i guarantee it um that is (laughs) tried and true tested from me um okay well i mean speaking of england that leads us into (laughs) what we're talking about today what 
Of course. There we go. Yes. Beautiful. Well done. <laughs> Not really, but that was good. I feel you're better at the segues. But anyways, that leads us into what we're talking about today, which is the movie, the adaptation of the book, Red, White, and Royal Blue, now streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Written by Casey McQuinston. Oh, good. You have the information up. Did you catch in the show when they had a nod to one of her other books? I don't know if it's her only other book or... Was which one? She has two other books. The, one think, which I've read and I one think which I have I the one from the train or whatever, whatever that one is. One, one last, yeah. Yeah, the one last stop. Yeah. That's the one I have read. Then there's the other one that's like, um, like, Shara of something something. There, well, there was Sorry, a scene. People, I haven't read that one. When they were in Texas and he, they were like on hammocks reading and like one of them was reading that ah. book. I was like, ha ha ha. Um, anyways, so let's get into it. So I think we might be coming at this from two kind of separate, like, because I was watching it and I was like, I, it's hard because the book, and I feel like I can't Mm -hmm. come at this, like, objectively and be like, would I have just enjoyed this as, like, a standalone thing if I had not read the book? True. And I feel like you have forgotten everything that has happened in the book, apparently, so. True. I think that's you now. True. And I'm in multiple chats on Bookstagram with people who are like rel- varying levels of, of of obsessed with the book. I haven't read the book since like 2019 when it came out or whatever. Listen to the audiobook. I wasn't gonna like reread it. I learned my lesson with Bridgerton season two. <laughs> I I've been saying this whole time. I kept forgetting that it was a movie because I think it would have been. Oh better my god! As a okay, series. let's get into it. And my. My perfect sweet spot is that it should have been a limited series totally. of three episodes of 90 minutes. Yes. I don't want eight 30 minutes. I don't want 10, 50 minutes. No, three episodes of 90 minutes okay. because there was there's easy places where you could break it into the 30 I or into the 90 minutes. I 100% agree. The entire time, like after it was over, I was like, mm-hmm. the problem is, like I would have loved, like, I mean, they took the summer I turned pretty and I've turned that into like multiple seasons and I feel like there's a lot less meat on the bone I haven't read the book so yeah sorry if anyone's like obsessed with the books and I'm talking crazy right now or whatever but I was watching it and I was like and then I'm and Tim watched it with me which he doesn't always watch the things we watch but I was like I want to watch this let's watch this and um don't get me wrong I feel like I'm going to come off kind of negative during this review I'm glad that things like this exist because I feel like it should be rom-coms or whatever i'm not sure how much of this is a comedy but like whatever like i think i don't care who it is as long as it's a good movie i don't care who's falling in love like i'll watch whoever yeah and i think the premise of it is great i think if this happened in real life everyone would be obsessed and but i do think and it's funny because i saw a friend of mine the other day and she's like oh i watched it i think in anticipation of this and she has not read the book and I was like, oh, I haven't watched it yet, so whatever. And I texted her and I said, I watched it. She's like, I was like, I have thoughts. She's like, is it that it's the Cliff Notes movie of the book? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is a perfect yep. way to summarize that because. Right. Well, and then they've come out saying that there's like a three hour cut. But even that. And everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, even that, they've cut characters, they've changed characters. like Yeah. And I just yeah. feel like, to me, the problem was, the major problem, like, I don't agree with them cutting characters. I didn't like that. I think the problem is you never gave the two leads. Like, you didn't build up their relationship enough. It was just everything felt no. so rushed. And you're like, yeah, 
they like each other now like what like it was just it was yeah i totally agree like everything and every everyone that i most people were like oh i wish it was longer because they cut out so much stuff and so in all these chats when i said yeah it needed to be three yeah. episodes 90 minute episodes everyone was like yes <laughs> no at the end i was like this should have been a mini series or like a one season you know one-off season yeah. or something yeah. like and i feel like they could have like and i will say like after like the entire time i was like the book the book and i was trying to explain like what happened in the book to tim's like and i was like it would be hard i understand why they cut things because it would be hard to like yeah because like the whole they did the thing where it was like a reporter that like was like this scorned reporter but like in the book it it has a lot more to do with like the republican candidate and the campaign and he has this like mentor and i'm trying to explain it and i'm like as I'm explaining it, I they understand just it's confusing, like, but it's yeah, not they confusing. Yeah, they and changed. It's one of those things where I think it's almost like if you haven't read the book, the movie, things, there are things in the movie that won't make sense. And so it's like they're doing this fan service to the fans of the books, but then it's like to the detriment of the movie because they've cut so much stuff out that then the things that they haven't cut You're like, don't huh? make sense to anybody. Like it doesn't. And then the book fans are like, wait, but you cut out all this other stuff. And and I was also telling people, I was like, compared to a week before this, because I watched it right when it came out, I was like, I was like, considering that we had Heartstopper season two this is what I'm talking about. come out last week and it's. Like, it kind of was almost, even though people have been waiting and waiting and waiting and love Heartstopper, it almost was overshadowed by the anticipation for this movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is disrespect because the Heartstopper seasons one and two are such perfect. I think they're the, like, the best, like, book or graphic novel, whatever, two screen adaptations. They're, like, easily in the top five, if not the best, like, that I've ever seen. And then you get something like this where it's all this build up and build up and build up for like a whole year and it's just like what was that and, I think, and it also probably didn't help that i also saw the barbie movie like that uh, same week i haven't heard I was just watch like, it yet, that was yes. amazing so yeah well let me just i feel like here's my issue that was with amazing adap- with no source material i know and here's, this here's, was like yeah it's like here's my issue with adaptations it's like you have such great source material and like you're not using any of it and like, yeah oh i have another issue though okay this movie started rated r i was like hell yeah rated r what are we going to see because although this is technically a ya book i do think there are some kind of like spicy ish like i mean obviously like it's definitely there's it's definitely an older why it's like ya for like 16 to 8 like 15 to 18 type Y. like it's older half ya you know it's closed door in the book but like you know yeah it's definitely older so i was like great we're gonna actually do this thing because that's what that was my concern when i heard it was getting made into a movie i was like oh it's gonna like tone down everything it's gonna suck okay rated r i was like great excited and i as it kept going kept going kept going i was like is this only rated r because there's two guys kissing like there's absolutely and i was like this is so fucked up i was like there is nothing in this movie that should have been rated r i don't even think they swore like enough times to make it rated r Nope. And I'm like, if you're gonna go there, go there. But they didn't even go there. Yeah, now you've got that rating, so it's like... But I think even I, read, I was reading after, I was like, I don't understand why this is rated R. And even the director was like, I felt like it should not have been rated R, and the only reason it was rated R is because of those two guys. So I fully agree with you, and I will tell you that I didn't even know that it was rated R until someone in one of my book chats was like, saying basically the same thing you are, where they were like, I was expecting a lot more even though there's not necessarily more on page in the book because it's rated r and i was like oh i didn't even know that because in the uk it's rated 12a which is 
like less than PG thirteen. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, America. So it's like a U. Uh, it's a Motion Picture Association of America. Like problem. old white men don't want to see guys kissing yeah. on screen or something. I was just like, what? I yeah. don't. What? No. But I totally agree. And at the end, I was like, this should have been a miniseries. There's so much stuff. They cut. They cut his whole sister. I was like, is is a sister not going to mm-hmm. show up? Sister's gone. The whole parents relationship is not the same. And I just feel like I'm the same. I was so confused. I was so confused by that. I was messaging someone that I knew had was watching it the same night as me, like at the same time she was watching it, and so we were watching it. I was like, wait. I was like, am I crazy? Or were his parents like divorced in the no, book? And they she was are. like, yeah, they were. And I was waiting for that to like play out, and I was like, wait, but she has another husband in the book, and the dad, and that's. I feel like it didn't make sense because part of the whole thing. There was no the reason book, to change that. So. Part of the whole thing in the book is the dad is like a senator or something from California now. But he has, like, a vacation home in Texas that they, like, go to every yep. year. Whatever. I'm not getting into, like, all the specifics about how it changed it from the book. I just feel I'm fine. If you got to change it from the book because you're in a two-hour two movie, that's okay, I guess. But I just feel like the problem with that is they didn't – they pulled back on things but didn't use that time well to develop the relationship between the two leads. Correct. Yeah. I agree. I think the initial setup of it, it was going so fast. Because the like, cool thing in the book is that they're having these conversations via email, yeah. which, lol, it's via email. So, okay, now it's, like, via text, which I'm kind of glad they updated that because it's, like, let's be, like, more modern and honest. But it's, like, they went through a whole, like, it's, like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. There's a turkey. And then Im- immediately it's New Year's Eve. Like, they skipped. It went so fast. Yeah. It was all in, like, a span of ten minutes. I was, like, whoa. And I feel like they, that, that with scene Lash. with the turkey in the book is kind of, like, a turning point because... They've been, like, texting, 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 and then, like, he ends up calling him whatever, like, mm-hmm. and then that's the first time they're, like, talking on the phone, and I feel like they didn't have any chances to bond because I feel like Alex talks about in the book, like, his parents' divorce and, like, how that affected him and, like, the life of being, like, a politician's yeah. son, and then, like, uh, Henry talks about, like, his dad's death and, like, what his mom has done since then and, like, that whole sort of thing, and his mom, like, wasn't even... Like, wasn't even there. That's what I was going to say next. I feel like the other big thing that people were annoyed about um, that they changed. It was like, for, it was, it was like they, cha- it's like they changed the president and her husband's situation, but then also like, you know, there's this scene where it all it comes out and it's like, oh, that Henry's gay and he's like in this relationship, blah, blah, blah. And so the queen, yeah, his the grandmother. Queen. Yeah, I didn't like they changed the that. The queen, not, not Stephen Fry, grandfather. Like, why did he need to be in this movie? what (laughs) yeah um like the queen calls this like family meeting and is basically like a huge bitch um and then actually henry's mom is actually there yeah (laughs) not off with the elephants wherever my friend was like where the fuck is his mom and i was like i was like uh she's with the elephants apparently i don't know yeah and i just feel like they they cut down all the conversations like henry reveals like he wanted to be like he would love to be a writer and his favorite author wasn't actually like uh, whatever, Charles Dickens, but, like, it would seem to... It's it just, like, all these character-building moments, and even... Yeah. I, I will say, I started rereading it after I watched the movie, because I was just like, I feel like they cut out so much, and I just want to, like, see... And in, even in the beginning, they, like, introduced to Alex, and he, like, behind the scenes, like, wears glasses, and, like, doesn't want anyone to see, and he has, like... You know, it just mm. builds his personality more, and then they go to the wedding, and there's this whole conversation with him and June about going to the wedding, and Henry, and, like, why he doesn't like him, and... Um, there's reasons for that, and then there's just, like, the whole scene where he ends up having to go to England to make up for the cake thing, and, like, there's, like, they see each other, like, in the kitchen or whatever, like, at night, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, 
Which now they've which now they've released as like a oh, okay, you know whatever. But a little cut everyone's like the Cornetto scene. I was like, Y'all Cornettos are shit, but But it is just <laughs> You can get the same you can get the Tesco brand for a pound for four. But anyway, I just but feel like there's all these now released that as an extra bit. Yeah, but yeah. all these character building moments and like relationship building moments and then in the hospital they couldn't get that sweet Star Wars money. But like, you know, when he's talking to the girl <laughs> in the book and he kinda like because I think Alex Alex thinks that he's just doing this for the photographers or whatever, but then, like, he catches mm-hmm. a private scene with him and a little girl talking about, like, Star Wars and, like, kissing Han Solo and, like, you know, it's just... Yeah. The issue is not that it's... It just is, like, I just feel like, again, it's, like, I just want you guys to do a well-executed love story between two people, and I just feel like this was so rushed, and... Like, if you're going to make it rated R, give us some rated R things. And I feel like they cut the mm-hmm. whole, the fun scene. I can't remember what city they were in. I was trying to remember where they all go out, you know, to like a gay bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they take that and put it in like some random like country western bar in Texas. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is. Yeah, it was just... so weird. And what was up? Can we just discuss what was up with um, Tony Collette's accent? It was horrendous. Are you talking about Uma Thurman? Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you, because I was like, oh, I don't know, it sounded okay to me. I actually thought she was well cast, but you're saying it was not no, a it just sounded Texas accent? No, it just, I don't, I don't think it was, okay. but. Okay, you'd be the expert, I don't know. I don't know, it just didn't sound right. Alright, well. To me. I thought that she was well cast, though, whether or not she. It was very, it. it was, to me, it was more southern mm, and less Texas. I gotcha. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, different accents, and I always get annoyed when, like, I feel like. Whenever, like, a Australian or European or anybody does, like, a southern <laughs> accent, it's, like, always just, like, some generic southern accent. I was like, they are differences, yeah. just to let you know, between southern accents, so that's yeah. fair. Um, but, yeah, I think I missed out on the character of June, which is his sister. I feel like they cut her out and tried to, like, have Nora play a bigger role, but then she didn't play a bigger role. And then, like, no. his best friend Percy didn't have any sort of... It was, like all these great character moments that like they didn't have anything it was just like yeah eh. and then because they weren't doing the emails and they were doing texts like all this relationship builds via the emails and they talk about like all these things and like this love grows and they talk about like queer like icons and writers and all these mm-hmm. things i'm just like ah, i just i feel like it was so missed i just missed yeah and i don't understand why we can with all the small like smaller ordered at the you know series or mini series that they're doing like with the summer i turned pretty with hard shopper like why wouldn't like amazon has already is already doing one why not just do one like that you know yeah totally. i don't think you need two seasons just make it a singular like like you said like three longer episodes or something yeah. um well let's talk about cast Does that makes sense i mean clearly we have issues with how the whole storyline laid out and i didn't <laughs> and i didn't like the whole scorned well, hold on. I'll say, like, I think my other issue with it is Alex. I feel like because they kind of threw in this whole uh, reporter thing that he kind of had, like, a thing with, it kind of, like, mm-hmm. I feel like part of the book is him, like, coming to terms with, like, oh, I might be bisexual. Like, and he kind of, like, maybe experimented a little with, like, a, his friend from high school, but then there's, like, some re- resolution there in the book. Um, but then, like, they have this reporter and it's this whole like scorned lover thing that he like hacks the emails. I was like, I didn't like that because no. I was like, they literally made out in a hot tub. So you're trying to claim that like, and again, I feel like it's this thing. It's like, so yeah. in a straight love 
Like, if that had happened in, like, a man-woman straight movie, you think the person that got made out within a hot tub would, like, hack an email? Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was... No. It just was lazy. Like, it was just very lazy. Yeah. I didn't like it either. Yeah. So, my first comment uh, on the, like, cast yeah. or whatever um, is, and I told, I've made this comment many times, just not yet for the pod, um, was, this is the first time I think I've watched a, like, you know, YA... NA, which stands for new adult for people that don't read a lot of books, um, like TV show where I thought they made them look 45. They, <laughs> like they all looked way too old to be playing these youthful teens. And I will say, well, I, think I feel like, like in their they, early they, 20s, but yeah, they were so still too old the, for that. The, yeah, they were still too old. They look, they looked it, they look less old on their Google photo than they did in this movie. They made them look their actual ages which is like 28 yeah <laughs> to 30 ish um they just and it's like so i was watching the movie and you know they show alex being like in class or whatever but i swear in the books they're like 21 kind of but i swear I, but i feel like in this movie they've aged them up to be like 24 25 and they look it like <laughs> i think my i think actually like i do agree they all looked a little too old i think that but yeah. but i think the I guy they picked, the makeup or what I, th- I don't know i think the guy they picked Alex was a good cast. I think I feel like he had the yeah, right personality like, and look, but like, yeah, he was like it was fine. It just was the actual like. Yeah, I was just laughing internally. I was like, this is the first time we've watched. You know, we've watched lots of shitty teen shows and movies, and normally it's like you know forty year olds playing sixteen year olds, yeah. but they can pull it off. I was like, this is the only time. It's like they're supposed to be playing almost their actual age, but they look yeah way too old. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I don't really like the costume of Henry. I didn't like it when I saw the posters, and I did not, he just felt kind of like, like, he had kind of like a weasel face or something. Like, I, that, that sounds mean, <laughs> but he just seemed, felt kind of like nerdy or something. Okay. I was like, I don't Yeah, know. I get it, though. I haven't, I've literally never watched anything else that he's been oh, in. Oh, I've never seen this or guy that's before. Not true. That's not true. Actually, I lied. I take it back, because... I was like, what else has this guy been in? And it's he's basically been in, like, two other things in the last two years that we would know of. One was that Purple Hearts thing on Netflix that, like, blew up for a hot second. I never watched it, but it was, like, it's, like, a, I don't know, thing with, like, a woman who is, like, a military okay. romance uh, type thing. Sure. Um, I believe you. With, like, yeah. Um, I don't remember. I think it's a show, I guess, or a movie. I don't know. It was popular on Netflix in 2022. Anyways. The thing we watched the year before that in 2021, he was Prince Charming in the Cinderella on Amazon that we was watched. Was he? I like did not recognize yeah. him at all. No. I don't know if I it's like the way he had his hair remember that in a or something. Years. I just feel like he was not giving me like heartthrob dreamboat prince. No. Whatever. And I think the issue as we And I feel bad. With, I'm not trying to um, say he's like hideous or anything. I just feel like... <laughs> It's, again, it's probably because I just read the book and I have a picture in my mind of what he's going to be, but I just, I don't know. Something about it just wasn't working for me. Yeah, it was, like, not enough, um, well, like, when we said in the Persuasion episode when we were talking about, mm-hmm. it's like, what happened during their screen testing together that they were like, yes, this is That's the, the spark. Thing. I never felt any chemistry. The spark was not sparking. Yeah, there was no chemistry, like... No. Literally the only time I that like, I was like, insert, oh. Insert science joke literally the, that I'm not smart enough to think of this quickly. Literally the only time I was like, oh, okay, I get, was like the first time they have like either in Alex's room and they hook up or whatever and then he's leaving and he kind of like does this like side profile look back. I was like, okay, that looks mm-hmm. good. But other than that, nothing. <laughs> it wasn't working nothing, for me. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's giving me nothing. I'm sorry, Henry. I'm sorry, guy who played Henry. I had to explain, like, when the movie started, like, because the whole, because obviously it's supposed to be set on the existing royal family. So Tim was like, okay, yeah. so who is he in the, like, family? I was like, he's Harry. <laughs> he's Harry, basically. Like, if we're talking about, yep. like, because he was, I think. Well, didn't they, didn't they also change his siblings, too? Because, like, in the movie it was, like, a younger sister, but I think in the book it's an older sister. I don't remember if she's younger or older in the book versus the movie. I mean, she was there, but they also cut a lot of her storyline, yeah. too. And then, like, totally. there was, like, no interaction with the older brother that he has. And so, yeah, I guess it's not exactly the same because there's a sister and there's no sister in the real. But I think when it started, because they kept talking <laughs> it's about, close like, enough. they're talking about, like, grandpa or whatever. And Tim's like, wait, can you just mm. pause? I need to understand, what the, like, who is everyone <laughs> in this scenario, you know? Yeah. Be like, well, there's a female president, so clearly this is it. Well, so clearly it's a universe. work of fiction. A female Democratic yes. president from Texas. So I mean, that in the book is divorced. Yeah. Could you could you imagine? She was remarried in the book, though. But yes, I know. But true. Still. I mean, there's so many things. And so the clearly, hypocrisy runs <laughs> clearly a work of fiction. But yeah. All right. Well, the other casting, I guess. So I mean, those are my thoughts on them. Nora was fine, I guess. I just. Um, she had like no role, so I couldn't really seem finely cast though. Um, Uma Thurman apparently we have issues with her accent, but other than that, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a niche. I mean, obviously, Texas is humongous and there's lots of different accents, but it just I was like, what is this? Um, his dad, fine, I guess, like he, yeah, nope. Really. That's the thing. Everyone was fine. You know who killed it? Rachel Maddow playing herself. There you go. I liked um, <laughs> I liked uh. She delivered those lines to camera. Great. What's her name that played um Zara, the like chief of staff or whatever? I thought she. Was oh yeah, she was good. Good. My question is though, I feel like I was again. I started reading the book. It said she graduated from Howard in the book, so I wonder if she was her character was supposed to you know be black i don't know so i don't know maybe people are could be up in arms about that um i don't know which you know maybe is fair but i thought she gave a good performance um and they kept some of her funny lines which i think is is good and then i feel like they didn't really play out her relationship with uh the aquary or whatever his name is like yeah i'm trying to think who else i mean the problem is like they didn't do a lot of character development with anybody else, so it's kind no. of hard to judge the just there. role of everybody else. And I just feel like they didn't do any character development with our two leads, so no. And then they brought, you know, and then they brought in Stephen Fry to play the king, who was like a wet blanket king. I was like, in the book, the queen is a huge bee. Yeah, like, totally. And I just feel- and Stephen Fry was just like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, <laughs> it's and also be a lot of media. And then he was just like, "Okay." <laughs> And then, like, yeah, there's no threatening or anything, and <laughs> no, then they nothing. have the little scene where it's like, look, everyone's outside, and they didn't even show anyone outside. They didn't have the money for that budget, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really, maybe, and it's trying, I'm trying to, like, pull myself out of it and be like, if I had just watched this with no knowledge of the book, would I have enjoyed I it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't see how you could have because it's so disjointed and it's like we would have watched it with like the I don't know edge that we watched like some what was that movie that we watched recently where we were just like this could have been so good but it was so shit. I don't know. I feel like we've watched a lot of movies like that. You're on the hunt. You're like on the hunt for a rom-com. Oh it was the Reese Witherspoon Ashton Hunter rom-com. That one was 
this was better than that i feel like yeah yes yes so it's like they were actually on screen together for more than five minutes so i mean (laughs) yeah like it wasn't bad we've definitely watched worse and like way worse writing and development and stuff it just was like almost disappoint it it's like lackluster in yeah. that it had so much potential and it's like i my bar was set low like i wasn't expecting it to be anything crazy but just when you compare it to other adaptations that we've gotten recently yeah even with all my issues with bridgerton season two that is a better oh, for sure i mean i don't even know but i just have to imagine and like at least that yeah, was entertaining even if it and it's entertaining and they clearly put like effort into it this almost seems like besides like the marketing effort they it almost seems like there was nothing there's like no oomph behind it supporting it and i feel like that's my issue it's like okay you can adapt the book i understand you can't necessarily take a, yeah. everything that's in a book and put it into our movie there's complicated things in the book that you can like explore totally. but you have to still make it an entertaining movie and i just feel like i don't know yeah. if that's i would rather have i would rather have those things be fully cut out than like a half-assed attempt to include it you know in a different way it's like just leave it out and then make the rest of the story much stronger without it and then i feel like they were trying to like really rush through all like their meetups and stuff and i was like part of that is like they're texting like are you gonna be in like any chance you're gonna be at like this summit and whatever and they like work schedules you know it's like again like the building of that like hookup relationship to like more relationship and and then all of a sudden they're in paris and like we were like why are they now in paris like they didn't and that's like a big i feel like the paris thing is a big thing in the book but like they don't because there's no lead up to it you're like okay i guess they're in paris now paris now (laughs) like sure yeah it just moved way too quick and there wasn't enough development yeah i would say i would agree with that and i'm trying to think like what they else they could have cut from like i don't know i just feel like everything was too fast and yet it was a long it's still kind of long but like everything was too fast somehow yeah I feel like they it's like they cut the whole thing with like the mentor and the Republican yeah. candidate and blah blah blah. And so then they brought in this reporter guy to be like they clearly were like, Okay, but we need a way for the things to get leaked yeah. and like hacked or whatever. I was like, You don't you didn't need that guy at all. You could have just completely left that garbage storyline yeah. out and just had it be like, There's you've been hacked. Yeah. Like it's twenty twenty three, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you've been hacked. Your baby. phone's been hacked. Yeah. Like you didn't have to have any face behind it. Like True, true. I feel like they wanted to create this, like, villain character, and I was like, I don't yeah, really, it doesn't really work. Waste of time. Yeah, I was just like, it doesn't work, it feels weird. Like, it made sense in the yeah. book when it's, like, the Republican candidates trying to, like, dig up dirt or whatever, and it's like, but it's still, yeah. like, a shitty thing that they did, and, like, everyone's like, that wasn't cool, man, you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and in this one, the guy didn't get really any comeuppance, no, no. except for, like, uh, Joy Reid's character being like, how do you know all of this? Exactly. So it's just a bummer because I want more things like this to be made and more like love stories to be on. Like, look, look, I'm always looking for great rom-coms because they just don't exist anymore. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, I don't want them to stop making, like, I'm glad this movie exists and I don't want them to stop making movies like this, but I just want them to be better. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, we're just having the same discussion. The ladies that I went to see the Barbie movie with, like before the movie started, um, I forgot in British movies, they like play commercials for a bazillion hours before the movie starts so we're chatting and the one um woman that i was sitting closest to we we're chatting about yeah we're like the, an extreme lack of rom-coms totally and she, even from the british perspective because i was like yeah i was like i was uh, recently talking to my sister like the lack of like you know 90s and 2000s were like there aren't even any like heartthrob rom-com stars anymore and of course she's even saying you know from the british perspective it's the same yeah. you know they have their own kind of rom-coms you know with like 
Hugh Grant and, sure. you know, that kind of era. But it's like nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. and Because we're all talking about how we hadn't been to a movie in a theater in like a zillion yeah. years. So. And look, and I feel like we're being relegated to like these Netflix and Amazon and Hulu things. But it's like, can we just like make the quality a little better? And like, yeah, it's like, I feel like the only like I feel like Fire Island really liked Fire Island. That was good. Like mm-hmm. that was a Hulu thing. Um, but it's just like even you know what, whoever the two leads are on the film, I just want like better like rom com storylines. Like I just don't understand why we can't yeah. get that. Yeah. So I agree. Um, but yeah, I would say if we'll you see. Have watched... I feel like there's a lot of books. There's a lot of books on the horizon that I feel like have now been optioned oh, for. God you know adaptations like all of emily henry's books although she is adamant that she's not a romance writer which kind of uh grinds my gears because i'm like girl yes you are when your whole yeah but it's like her whole i'm like the way it comes off is that she's like looking down on romance and i'm like okay but that's like all your entire audience is romance readers so like maybe let's that's really funny because the book i just read of hers the book i just read of hers which was uh beach reads which is one of the four books yep. I read on vacation, is all about a romance writer. So that's just funny yeah. to me. I'm actually, so I'm like halfway through Happy Place. I got I've the audio from the library. I've explained why I have not yeah. gotten that one yet. And there was like, there's like a one, a throwaway line about the characters at a bookshop and one of them picks up a book and it's like, oh, it's written by, you know, this cup like this couple and they're both writers and they wrote this book. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I was funny. like, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and I haven't read her other books, but. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I have friends who love Happy Place, and but immediately Stephanie was like, I knew you were going to hate it. Like, I haven't read that one I yet. Like, I don't hate. I was like, I don't hate it. It's just not the tropes for me. We'll see. Cause I, I, but, I, but, but I was like, but I got it from the library, the audio, and I was like, well, if I'm going to do an Emily Henry, I might as well do the one that's available sure. to me now. So um, I did, I'll still listen to the others at some point. I have an issue. Well, before I get into that, because we're running long, but I will just say, if you have watched... Red, white, and royal blue, and you were like, kind of like, eh. I would suggest you read the book, okay? I would highly suggest you read the book. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, yeah. Or do the audiobook. Or do the audiobook. Whatever. Read audiobook. But I would suggest you check that choice. out. It's, I mean, I think it's a fast read because it's just, it moves along and, you know, it's enjoyable. Yeah. So, highly recommend. Yeah, it's not very long. So, I watch that, or read that. Um, but what was I going to say about Beatrice, which was the Emily Henry book I read on vacation? I have issues with the title and the picture that is on the book (laughs) i can't think of a better one but i'm saying nowhere in that book were they ever on a beach and like the whole premise (laughs) is like there's two writers that like live next to each other and they talk they're like on decks and i'm like this is not Mm. i don't have a i don't have a better name but that is i don't think is a good name so i don't know if that's the name of it in england it is. Oh, uh, all right, well, it is the name of it. Ugh, I hope I was hoping they would come up with something better. No, it's you know it's still called Beach Read. It has a slightly different cover, but they're still be like, called like decks on a beach, decks apart, or like. Um, <laughs> well, is it like a play on the fact that like you know the one the female character writes romances, right? So is it supposed to be a play on the fact that she writes beach reads? I, mean, I like, guess, but like you know, the books whole that people take to the beach, is, like they're. Or that it, the book itself is a beach read, like, you I don't know, know, meta. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, I, I'm sure you can make an argument for it. I just feel like it was not a very apt title, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so, 
or should we call it like across yeah. the deck or something like that? I don't know. I I feel like someone will come up with a better title yeah. for it. Well, eventually, eventually you're gonna read Happy Place, and when you do, I'm gonna say ignore that book and read a very similar, the troped book, but a ten times more well executed. Um, is the third Berg- Bergman Brothers book by Chloe Chloe Lease or Less? I'm not sure how her last name is pronounced. Um, but she has a series and it's all about this Swedish family. Um, and it's mostly brothers, but there is a sis- there's two sisters. And so this one is about the sister and her husband. They're the only ones that are married. So it is like a marriage in crisis type book, but it's like, Ooh, they're immediately in therapy. <laughs> it's great. It's like my least favorite trope, uh, one of them anyways, but it, it was a very good book. Um, yeah, a lot better than, you know, second chance, blah, blah. I'm like, ugh, I hate it. <laughs> so. But this one was good. So I'd be like, read Happy Place and then read Freya Bergman's book. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like everything for you. No, that's the fifth one about the gay soccer players. That's okay. (laughs) That's my favorite one, of course. Well, now I need to find another book to read because I finished my four books and I don't know, like, but. Okay. Well, we're in, you know, you were asking me a few weeks ago about soccer books and there is one coming out soon called Cleat Cute. That is a sapphic. Yeah, Cleat Cute. That is sapphic. I think it comes out in September. But the first um, Bergman Brothers book is about a girl who plays soccer mm-hmm. at her university, and she goes on to play pro soccer. And then the man is like this lumberjack guy. Um, he's the Bergman. So oh, okay. strongly recommend. All right. I think that one is called Only When It's Us. Only When It's Us. All right. I have too many books to read. Um, strongly recommend. That one's probably available at your library. Um That'd be or good. like via ebook at the library All because right. she got picked up by like traditional publisher in the UK and I think in the US maybe is also traditionally published now. I'm not sure. There's all new there's like currently there's like illustrated covers, but then there's like all new covers coming that are very pretty yeah. as well. Still illustrated. All right, cool. No flowers in sight. No flowers. No flowers. <laughs> all right. Oh, the one about the sister that I was talking about is called Ever After Always. Ever after always. Okay. See if I can by Chloe Lease. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, each book has kind of different tropes in it, which is nice. Um, so there's one more to go. There's one brother and we're all like, what's his deal? <laughs> um, cool. Well, I guess before we end, do you have any, I feel like because we were both on trips, do you have a TikTok of the week? I feel like I've watched a lot of TikTok or not like TikToks and or reels and stuff mm-hmm. this week. I don't know if I have a favorite one of the week, but I think there's one that maybe we sent each other on different platforms and it was um the woman doing the joke uh on her daughter saying that like some guy would like give her free wine or whatever if she like flashed him and the daughter's like what are you talking about like did you call the police like where did he go and then the mom pulls her hand out and she's holding a bottle of wine being like he went that way (laughs) that was a great joke i like the one you sent me or the one where the the grandma with the (laughs) yes this like uh irish you know, young woman calling her grandma and telling this whole story that he, she was like, got pulled over by the cops and was like for speeding and was like, oh, but I told them that you like fell and I had to like get to you, you know, quickly and all this stuff. And now they're going to follow me to your house to like make sure you're okay. So like you need to pretend that you fall. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she gets there. She's like <laughs> acting. And she's like, oh, Kelly. Like she's doing like Irish or something. I can't do it. But she's like, yeah, oh, Kelly. Yeah, with super Irish accent. I've fallen. <laughs> that one was so good so good i was like yes you gotta like 
I feel like that's like a female thing where it's like your friend calls you and you're like, hey, I was with you. Yeah. you remember and last he's... night when we were together? And you're like, yeah, I remember last night when we yeah. were together. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's this thing I gotta, you know, you gotta do for me. Exactly. That one was so good. I don't know. Did you have a favorite of the week? Oh, man. I feel like all my TikTok feeds have been either Hurricane or sync mm. Reunion TikToks. Interesting. You did send me a lot of those. Well, I just feel like all on my feed, it was literally like InSync, t- <laughs> Reunion, 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 Reunion. Um, so we'll see if that happens. I would be very excited. But I do think Ticketmaster will have to make everyone buy tickets like they had to the last time InSync went on tour, which was like standing outside some sort of Sam Goody Tower Records situation. <laughs> like in that scene from Terry Girls where they're yeah. buying uh-huh. the tickets at the record yeah, store. Exactly. Um, so I'll be there. I'll, I'll be like, how much money I got to spend on these tickets? I'll go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite. I'm trying to think. No, there's just been some funny, like, hurricane ones where it's, like, the Nick Cage, like, Pedro Pascal scene where it's, like, from that whatever movie they did where it's, like, Nick Cage mm. turning. It's, like, everyone in the yeah. country trying to tell Californians how to, like, deal with this hurricane. And it's, like, Pedro Pascal it's like Californians were just like uh, whatever it'll be fine I'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> or you know there was also the great TikTok you sent me today even where it was just the clip from Living Single of like oh, yeah. you know what would the world be without men or whatever and it's like all the women would just be like fat and happy yeah. and there'd be no crime yeah, exactly <laughs> I know you'd appreciate that one I was like Living Single classic a classic um all right well I think probably all for this week do we have anything picked out for our next our next pod i don't think so i don't know of anything is, on the horizon when is bridgerton season three coming out i feel like it's been i feel like they keep like know. teasing these pictures of like do they i feel like i've seen so many pictures of what's her name and colin or mm. i feel like yeah the earliest we could see it would be fall or winter 2023 i guess they have been doing the teasers i feel like they're gonna stretch it out because they did the queen charlotte so they're like we can get away with you know stretching it out even further but i don't know oh yeah i guess that is they did have the official teaser three days ago oh i didn't see that i don't know if i saw that either so i'll have to watch that after this okay so not bridgerton i don't know we'll have to search around and see what is out there? What's um, on the horizon? We've been watching. Like we had a good uh, August, yeah, and now we have nothing. Well, we'll see. Maybe something will pop up. We could talk about survival of the thickest, I guess, and probably have to like rewatch it again. But <laughs> yeah, I think I watched three episodes maybe, and then haven't gone back uh, to it. But it is good. Um, we'll we'll figure something out, and then I feel like I don't know. I had something else, but now I can't remember. But, so yeah, Bridgerton's too far out. Oh, you got something? You know what we, well, I know we, Jack and I, after coming back to Sweden, or from Sweden, we're like, what? Like, can we watch? What do we need to watch? Um, Because in Sweden, we were in the hotel, which meant we got to lay in bed and watch a television, which isn't something we get to do yeah. at home. We're like, oh, it's so nice. And there was a better TV, English TV in Sweden than there was in oh, Canada. Oh, God. <laughs> Canada. It was great um yeah i watched a lot of hgtv while we were in sweden uh old episodes of old shows yeah. but um we did get caught up on only murders in the building oh, yeah we were also caught up on that but i feel like we have to like wait until that whole we have to wait till that's done out, obviously so yeah it's gonna, exactly I feel like it's but gonna be a minute before that, that plays out yeah 
I guess we'll be here in theory than we know if it. I've seen it, which I'm hoping I'm going to see it next weekend. If I've seen the Barbie movie, we could talk about that. Sure. But right on the pulse of pop culture. I know it's been like a month <laughs> since it's come out, but okay. But honestly, like when I went to see it, it had been a month since it came out. I went to see it a Wednesday night at eight fifteen p.m. in this humongous theater, and not a single seat was empty. Yeah. Like men, women, teens, older folks, whatever. It was full. And the last time Jack and I, obviously, it was like kind of. At the end of COVID times, the last movie Jack and I saw in that theater was Shang-Chi in the however many rings. Yeah, however many rings. <laughs> the rings. Um, yeah. And there was maybe 12 people in the theater. And it's, this is a theater where they also do like stage productions. Oh, okay. So it's like really long and wide. Mm. So I don't know how many seats they have, but probably like a few hundred at least. Mm. So it was packed. I know. I and think, it had already been out for I a think month. We were... And it was a Wen- it was a Wednesday, like a Friday, I could understand, yeah. but it was a Wednesday. I know. I almost couldn't find a parking space. So I was like, what's happening? I feel like we were kind of like, uh, I mean, we just didn't want to like risk going to the movie break program on our trip. And then like, we were like, oh, maybe totally. it'll like die down a bit before once we get back. But like, I mean, I haven't looked, but um, I was like, we should just go today. It's a hurricane. No one will be there. Like. I don't want to go see. The, I don't want to go see Barbie today. It's raining. You can't do the rain. Um, yeah. All right. Before we before we sign off, mm-hmm. I did look up why Sweet Caroline is played, oh. and I was right. It's a newer thing. Thank God. So we need to I know. guess you know they've been playing. So they've been playing Sweet Caroline in Boston. You know for the baseball. Of course. Uh, the Red Sox. They they've been playing it there for like eons. Yes. Um, and I guess because of that, it's become known as. Um, like kind of like a victory type song, okay. I guess, for sports for some reason. Um, I don't know, but I guess in this article it says Arsenal. It be- it is believed that Arsenal was the first UK team to adopt the song, um, because they played it at the 2017 FA Cup semifinal during their semifinal win. Um, but it's been used like a little bit since then. But it says it cemented its place as an English team anthem at the 2020 Euro football tournament. So I was right. I was like, I swear it was like a newer thing for the Euros, which in my brain were last year, but actually they were three years ago. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, it's a, like when the DJ for matches at Wembley decided to use it to follow up some other song in the uh, England team's win against Germany. So it's like a newer thing, and it honestly, I like hate it, and also find it hysterical at the same time. So weird. I don't understand it. But it's so weird. Okay. The main thing that today was Jack was like, how many? You know, they're showing the players as some of them are kind of, but not really singing, "God Save the King," and he's like, how many of them do you think said Queen? <laughs> so oh, probably a lot. I was like, all of them, probably. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they're not. Sorry, right. I'd be out. Th- I if I was out there, I'd be like. My country tis of the like God save his majesty or whatever yeah. the words are. I always mix them together. I don't know. Yeah, I I'd be get like, confused. Um, uh. Let like you know instead of it's like uh you know from sea to siding yeah. sea or whatever the words are <laughs> the wrong song. Anyways, uh, so you I was singing the wrong. English players are allowed to not sing, but all the American players get shit when they don't sing the national anthem. Or I mean, I don't know. There was some. There was some that was definitely their mouths weren't quite moving you know (sighs) that's something it's like something something victorious land of my father's pride (laughs) god save the queen king now just just blend them together yeah Um, just blend them together that's like we went punting a few weeks ago in cambridge and the teenager that was doing our punt which i actually thought he was a university student 
but he was like oh what's virginia known for and i was like um george washington i without a beat i just said george washington (laughs) civil war yeah he's like oh what's virginia known for and i said george washington and then i followed it up i was like and angry orchard cider because i thought he was a uni student and that is very popular Uh here so i thought he would have had it and then we learned out he was only 17. Oh. So I was like, okay, He's he close. probably hasn't I'm had sure. it. I mean, he, he probably had had I'm it, sure but like not officially. <laughs> He's like, oh, what is cider? I'm not aware of that. <laughs> what is alcohol? What is this <laughs> sweet elixir you're speaking of? <laughs> but I was just like, honestly, if people ask, like, what is Virginia known for? I was like, I don't know, peanuts? The guy that invented peanut butter and George Washington. Yeah. That's it. Roanoke Colony. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Pocahontas. <laughs> I know. Bentley, that was one I thought of later. I was like, I should have said Pocahontas. <laughs> Anyways. I feel like George Washington. I mean, George you know, probably the, the Brits might not bet. know where Virginia is. Yeah, they might not know where Virginia is on a map, but George I feel like Washington they would know is. the name. <laughs> George Washington. All right, it's fair. That's fair. Plus, I like how you said Ro- I like how you said Roanoke Colony. Isn't that in North Carolina? I thought that was a Virginia thing. Um, I think isn't Roanoke? I thought Roanoke is in North Carolina. <laughs> I'm not saying that there isn't a Roanoke. I mean, I mean, they might have ended up in Virginia. We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, looking, I could be wrong about that. I feel like we should do, if we don't have anything to watch, we should do this as an episode and have Jack come in and we'll have a list of every state oh, you're and right. we'll just name the, the state lost... and be like, what do you know it for? Okay, the Roanoke <laughs> Colony was in North Carolina, so that's my bad. I didn't, wa- I didn't watch that scary season of American Horror Story for nothing. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Um, ignore me. Clearly, I don't know my history. <laughs> I mean, it is like close enough. I mean, it's kind of close. <laughs> it's kind of the same. Yeah. It's basically the same. Um, all right, well, now that we've ended our history lesson that I clearly don't know, I guess that's the <laughs> end of our episode for this week. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.